You are listening to the Gaining Clarity podcast, the podcast for early stage business owners to help connect the dots and take confident action. I'm your host, Abby, and I'm so glad that you're here. This podcast is all about personal and professional development, and I honestly cannot wait to grow together. Hello, and welcome back to the Gaining Clarity podcast. This week, I'm going to be speaking all about content, which is one of my favorite subjects. I love content. I love to plan it, create it, consume it. And so I'm going to be talking you through my steps on how I plan and create my content. Content does not need to be time consuming. It doesn't need to be complicated. It doesn't need to be overwhelming. You know, you just need to get really clear on the message that you want to share and how you want to share it. Content is really important because it shares with your audience that you know what you're talking about, you're providing value to them, you're bridging those knowledge gaps, and you're showing them that you can help them. It's really important to be sharing really valuable content to your audience so they can see the value in you. I understand it can feel super time consuming and that you never feel like you're on top of your content and you're always having to create or think of ideas, but it doesn't need to be this way. And that is why I created my clear and consistent content calendar. So if you haven't grabbed yourself a copy yet, it is that I've linked it in the show notes below. It is a very easy step-by-step how I plan my content in a Trello board. So I personally use Trello to plan my content and it's where I create create all of my ideas and also where I put together my schedule and like how I plan it. Before we dive in, I did just want to say that this is how I plan my content and has allowed me to be consistent for the past six months while having a full-time job. However, there's no right or wrong way to plan your content. Just find a way that works for you. I'm pretty confident this calendar will help you. However, you know, if it doesn't work for you, that's absolutely fine. Just find a way that works for you. The reason I'm so passionate about planning my content ahead is so I preserve my energy, so I can use that energy in other places in my business. Content is just one part of your business. It is a very important part, but there's also other areas that you can be working on. And it's really difficult to work on bigger projects and work with more clients if you feel like all you're doing is creating content. So let's dive into how you can get clear and consistent with your content. At the end of every month, I do a a monthly check-in. I then set my schedule for the next month. I look at my ideas that I would have logged during the month. I set a structure in terms of what they are. So, you know, images, graphics, reels, things like that. And then I create. So I'm going to run through each of those steps. That sounds really complicated, but honestly, this is the easiest and simplest way to stay on top of your content. And it honestly literally takes me an hour to two hours each week. So the first step is having a monthly check-in. So at the end of each month, I look back and I think, you know, how did I find my content this month? Did I struggle to stay on top of it? How many times did I post? Was it manageable? Would I be able to do that again next month? I then look at my insights to see, you know, which posted well, do I want to create more like that? You know, think about, use the data, like look at what your audience really were engaging with. Do you remember when you shared something that you had a lot of DMs or a lot of comments or a lot of people being like, oh my God, yes. You know, you want to create more of that content. And as an example, I'm going to share with you what I went through in my own March monthly content. So I shared four times a week this month. And that for me was very manageable. I was able to plan ahead. I was able to stay on top of it. And I feel like that is my sweet spot. That's the amount of times that I feel like I can show up and I can come online and engage. So for me, I will carry on doing that going into April. 
The pictures of myself and the personal development quotes had a lot of engagement. I got a lot of shares, a lot of people commenting and relating to them, which honestly means so much because I put a lot of effort into my content. So I love it when you guys, you know, um, comment and share. It means a lot to me. The reels I did this month, I think I did three and they were actually the best performing reels that I've done so far. And I think that is a mixture of me being more confident and creative with them, but also seeing what my audience wanted from the ones that I've done previously. I'm always trying to switch things up. So even though I'm looking at what did well, I'm always trialing new things because until you trial those new things, you don't know if your audience are going to like them. So what I'll do is typically do a mixture of the things that my audience liked the previous month and try some new things. So I've got some new real styles that you will see over April that I've got, um, they're just different versions of reels rather than just my face or me pointing, you know. Um, so I would always say try and mix up your content and make it engaging and creative. You don't always have to do exactly what you've done before. So after reflecting on the previous month, I will then be looking forward at the next month. So for me in April, I have a launch coming up. So I am launching my Gaining Clarity group program. So for me, things will be a little bit different because I will be showing up more, especially during that launch period. So before mapping out your content for the next month, I would look at your calendar, you know, like look how busy you are. Are you going to be able to show up this many times? When do you want to show up? Do you know you have any birthdays or anything in any events that you're going to be at? So you know that you won't be able to come on and share the content because there is nothing worse than having a plan and then not being able to execute it. You don't want to be scheduling your post to go out and then not being online don't post and ghost, you know, you want to be able to go on and speak to your audience at the time of posting. While we're on the subject, I actually don't use a scheduler. I know what times I'm posting. I have a reminder on my phone because I post the same time every day. And so I will come on and post and stay online for that time. It also allows me to manage my time on Instagram because I know that I'm coming online then to show up and speak to other people. Whereas, you know, you can very easily spend all day long on Instagram, but I know that is my time where I'm going to be able to to come on, scroll, look at other people's content and also reply to people who are, you know, commenting and engaging with mine. So in terms of my actual posting schedule, I do use my Instagram insights. I do check on this monthly because things are changing at the moment. Obviously, um, in the UK, for example, we have restrictions lifting at certain times. So behavior on social media may change over the next month. And so I'm continually checking to see when my audience are most active. However, what I would say is that sometimes when your audience are most active, it may not be the best time for you to post for various reasons. And so sometimes I will pick a time that isn't, you know, like the optimum time to post, but it is a better time for me to post. I'd rather post at a quieter time and be able to come online and speak to others rather than posting at a time which is going to be difficult for me and stressful and overwhelming. And I'm going to keep saying this, but you do need to make your content work for you and your content schedule to work for you. So I would say start with a lower number of posts per week and then make sure that you can be consistent and stay on top of that and then add more as you go on. There is no point posting seven days a week and only be able to do it for a week and then not posting for three weeks. You are much better off to post three times every single week consistently. You are then consistently still showing up and you're feeling on top of your content and it's not feeling like a chore. You can enjoy your content this way. So once I've decided how many times a week I'm going to post and when I'm going to post, I then in my planner, you can do this in any planner, I put the dates of the week. So for example, this coming week is the 29th of March to the 4th of April. So I put that at the top of the card and then I will put in the days that I want to post. 
I typically post Monday to Friday because it's when my audience are most active. And so I put in the days that I'm going to post. I do loosely plan the subjects that I'm going to talk about for a whole month. And I will talk about um, ideas in a second, but for now, just on the schedule. So I do map out my ideas, but I do not write the captions. And there's a few reasons why I do this. One, to sit down and write all of those captions would be personally quite draining for me and I like to write when I'm most inspired so I write out my subjects or the ideas that I want to talk about and sometimes these things change you know I feel differently when I come to sit down and write my content each week so I do say that I do I do plan it out but you know things change and sometimes I'm like oh I don't want to talk about that and if I'm not feeling it I will change it so even though I do plan ahead it is quite loose and I'm I'm not ruled by this Okay, so after I've debriefed from the month before and I've looked at my schedule going forward and I've kind of mapped out the days and times that is possible for me to post, I then look at my ideas. I never sit down to an empty board. Throughout the month, I am consistently adding to my Trello list and most of them won't make sense. I'll need to like piece them together and remind myself, you know, like why I did this. But I'm inspired by so many things. You want to be open to ideas throughout the month you don't want to sit down to a blank piece of paper and try pull all these ideas out of nowhere you know be inspired consistently throughout the month and if you are passionate about the content you are sharing and what you are doing things will just come to you throughout the month and my top tip would be to write these down whether that's in a notebook whether that's in notes on your phone you will not remember it when you sit down trust me I've even like woke myself up when I've like been you know when you're just about to go to sleep and then I've thought of a content idea I will wake up and write that down because there is no way I'm remembering that in the morning I feel like I keep my mind open to being very inspired by different things and it doesn't even need to be things in your niche like for example I was watching a documentary the other day with Freddie Flintoff and he said something about failure and giving things a go and that is one of my content um, pieces for this month it doesn't have to be something in your niche it can literally be something that's just thought-provoking that you know your audience will enjoy I would say about 60% of my content ideas come from my own morning journaling practice because in the morning I wake up and I just brain dump onto my paper and it's when I feel most inspired to write and so at the end of the month I will go back through all of my um, journal entries that I wrote and see if there's anything in there that I know my audience will be able to relate to and will find interesting. At this point, honestly, I get so excited by all of the ideas and I just want to share them all in one go and like be posting every day. But honestly, I would never get anything done if I did that. So I have to like hold fire and I just keep them like so excited to share them. If you're starting from scratch or you feel like you really struggle to think of ideas, I would really recommend visiting your niche and target audience. What would they want to see? What valuable information could you share? You know, think about your own previous experiences. What I do recommend to my clients to begin with is to write down 50 ideas, just brain dump 50 ideas. They don't need to be good ideas, they just need to be ideas. And a lot of the times, the ideas that I write down through the month, I probably write down about 50 ideas through the month, not all of them will be good, but you know, just writing that down and getting to, into the habit of writing content ideas when you think of them will be really useful in moving forward because you will never ever have to stare at a blank screen, feel like you're having to force ideas. Okay, so once you've decided on your schedule and then you also have your ideas, I then map out what kind of content I'm going to use. So for example, is it an image? Is it a graphic? Is it a reel? Is it an IGTV? Is it an Instagram live? You know, like how am I going to share this information to my audience? 
if you follow me on Instagram, you'll be able to see that the layout that I use is image graphic, image graphic. And what I mean by that is the image could either be like a reel, an IGTV, an IG live, or just a picture of me. This is a personal choice. I know a lot of people don't like this and you do not have to have your layout like this. I just personally like the way it looks and it also creates a nice structure for me. I find it easier to plan my content because for example, I know that each week I'll need to create two graphics and then like a reel and an image or a IGTV and an image. And it just allows me to batch create my content because I know what I've got coming up. But again, I would say just find what works for you. But because of this, how I structure my content, it means that I know what kind of content I'm going to be creating because I'm kind of led by that format. Whereas, you know, if you have a number of ideas, some things just work better in a better format. You know, if you're giving tips or it's quite an information heavy post, I would always say that the graphics work better because you can obviously use text. And also if you are sharing like four tips, you know, you can put that into a reel. Reels are obviously massive at the moment and they are, I'm personally seeing a lot of engagement on them. So I would recommend trying out reels if you're not trying them out already. There is some tips on real ideas and how to use reels over on my content planner. Someone asked me the other day how to know what kind of content to use for your content idea. And I've also added an example of this into the content planner where I show an idea and then I show five different types of content that you can get from that one idea. It's honestly completely up to you what you do with that content idea. I personally feel like you could make any content idea into any form of content. There's obviously just some better ways or more clear ways of showing that information. And on this, if you are not repurposing your content, why the hell not? You know, you can turn one idea into very different types of content, sharing a very similar message. You do not need to come up with brand new ideas every month. You know, you can be creative with the same messaging. I feel like I slightly went off topic there, but what I mean is once you have your schedule and you know what days you're posting, then I would map out your ideas and then how you're going to share those ideas. So, you know, are you going to share a reel? Are you going to share a graphic on this? And you'll know which ones work better with certain things, but just planning those ahead means that you can create the content ahead of time and not have to be scrambling around trying to find an image the night of your post. So in terms of creation, I have time blocked out in my calendar every single Sunday where I sit down and I write the captions and then create any reels or take any images that I need to create and then also design the graphics. I design my graphics in Canva and I have my brand colors and everything in there. So it's very quick and easy for me to create those graphics. I typically do my hair and makeup on a Sunday and that means that I can then film any reels or take any pictures that I need to. As I mentioned earlier in this episode, I write down the topics or the subjects of what I'm going to cover. However, on a Sunday, I only wrote the fol- I only write the following week's post, so I don't write the captions for the whole month. That to me just sounds really overwhelming and time consuming. And I just feel like it's more on topic when I write it on a Sunday before I post. I honestly feel like if I wrote a post today for in a month's time, it wouldn't sound like me again, (laughs) if that makes sense. So I just feel like I prefer to write them the week before. I just feel like it feels more me. And I don't know, I hope you guys feel like they feel more topical when I write them just before I post rather than writing them so far in advance. I would love to sit here and tell you that I batch create my content four weeks in advance. But at the moment, I'm typically taking photos and filming reels every like two to three weeks. Um, And that's just because I, to be completely honest with you, don't do my hair and makeup very often. So when I do, I'm like, I need to take advantage of this. 
So for example, the structure for me this week is two graphics, a reel and an image. So the image is one that I took a few weeks ago where I took quite a lot of photos in one go. The reel I have been filming throughout the month and the two graphics I will create today as I'm filming this because it's a Sunday um, and then I will share this week. So it just means that I don't think about the massive content creation I've got to create. I just focus on the week ahead. And so once I've created those pieces of content, I will download them to my phone and then I'll have them in my drafts with the captions ready to go so that whenever it's the day of posting, I will just log in, post it, and then I can spend that full time that I'm spending on Instagram engaging with other people's content, replying to my DMs, replying to my comments. And it means I'm not like faffing around every single day, trying to find images, trying to write captions. You know, there's nothing worse than writing a caption when you're not inspired. I honestly, I'm like, don't post. Like you're better off not posting. If you're posting a forced piece of content, it won't do well. And I feel like all of this makes it feel and sound really structured. But I feel like from having this structure, it allows me to be more creative because when I like go to create my post, kind of like the hard work is almost done. You know, like I've got my idea. I know what I want to say and I can be creative in the way that I share it. Things that make content creation difficult are not planning ahead, not being clear on your target audience, not being confident in your message, not having ideas to already work from, not being passionate about what you're talking about and letting fear get in the way of showing up. For me, planning ahead means that I've had like a full month of me thinking about these content ideas. You know, like I haven't just kind of just panicked and thought, oh my God, I need to share this and then not felt confident in that post. I feel confident in the content that I'm sharing. And I just want to touch quickly on the fear and confidence. So to begin with, everything does feel scary. You know, the first time you ever do something, the first time that you go on Instagram stories, the first time that you post, the first time that you go on Instagram live, you're going to feel nervous. You're not going to feel confident doing it. But confidence comes from practice. The more that you are posting, the more that you are showing up, the more that you are sharing your message, that will make you more confident. You know, the first time that I ever sat down here to record this podcast, I recorded it literally seven million times. Like I spent probably about four hours recording my first 15 minute episode because it was the first time. And this is now my second episode. And I already feel myself feeling more comfortable with doing it, like just being completely transparent here. It doesn't come to me easily because I've never done it before. You know, things are difficult to begin with, but the more that you do it, the more that you will feel confident doing it. I feel like I could honestly talk about content for hours, but I am going to wrap it up here and I'm going to just recap what we went through. So in order to make your content clear and consistent every single month, these are the steps I would follow. So number one, do a monthly check-in. Check in with the previous month, like how was it manageable, what worked, what didn't, and what can you take going forwards? Number two is schedule. Look at your next month. What's possible? What have you already got in? How many times are you able to post? And which days are you going to be posting on? Number three, ideas. You should have a running ideas bank that you add to throughout the month so that when you come to sit down and plan your content, you've got this bank of ideas to work from. Number four, structure. So these are the types of content that you want to post. I would recommend trying out some reels if you're not, but honestly, just create content that you enjoy creating. And number five is the creation. So this is the writing of the captions, taking your photos, making your reels. And what I would say is make sure that you schedule in time each week or each month to do this. And I would also find a time where you are most inspired because that will 
when you're inspired, you're inspiring, you know? So when you want to write your content, you don't want to do it when you're like at the end of a work day, not feeling inspired because that will come across in the energy of your post. So I would recommend figuring out when you are most creative. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode, please hit that subscribe button and leave a review. I would love to hear from you.